Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. <laughs> well... I don't know. I think you're having Spill. mind fog. <laughs> Brain fog. I did not have COVID. No, but you've got the symptoms fog. Of the fog. <laughs> yeah, that's all I need is to lose a few points through brain fog. Then we're Welcome to the club. Yeah, then we're going to really have a problem. All right, well, welcome on board, everybody. It's the WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. We've signed up for some of the CBS correspondents who will be available tomorrow to talk to us about the January 6th uh, insurrection in the mind of a few of or some other uh, men and women who were busting their way into the Capitol, but just a, a riot in the mind of others or an opportunity to try to disrupt uh, the Out of control tourists? A rowdy riot rowdy, is what one of our listener says. <laughs> it, what it really was is a rowdy riot. So, uh, And it gave uh, some true conservatives the opportunity to show their real feelings about police. You know, they're always like, hey, blue line, you know, we defend the police. Until, of course, we stab them in the eye with a, a flag. Somebody post. was stabbed in the eye? Well, yeah, a police officer was with the end did of the flag. Did he lose his sight? Flag. That's uh, he did it one eye, yeah, yeah, yeah. still can see through the other eye. Thank goodness. But anyway, okay, so the January 6th uh, incident is uh, going to be talked about. We can talk about it today as well. well. I was wrong. Apparently Trump didn't have a uh, press conference or a rally scheduled for Washington. It was for Flo- in Florida, Mar-a-Lago. but he has canceled it. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It said, uh, I love the, the unbiased news story that I read this morning. It said he will air his grievances at a later date in another community. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's here's the uh, unbiased. The airing of the Grievances. That's Festivus. <laughs> right. The poll. He's going to do the poll. Um, let's see. He, now, he did issue a statement. He said, uh, quote, in light of the total bias and dishonesty of the January 6th unselect committee of Democrats, two failed Republicans, and the fake news media, I'm canceling the <laughs> January 6th press conference at Mar-a-Lago uh, Thursday, and instead we'll discuss many of those important topics at my rally Saturday, January 15th in Arizona. It will be a big crowd, exclamation point, uh, he said in an email message. So. He reminds me, they used to say of the Bourbon Kings, they learn nothing, they forget nothing. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, that, that sounds to me like Trump. Let's have the yeah, airing of the grievances again. Stop the steal. The election was stolen. You know, a third Isn't of it the, time to move on? But a third of Republicans are saying, oh, man, we were going to watch that news conference. He was going to tell us about the steal. And, you know, they believe the big lie. It, you know, it's still ongoing. I, I would be more than willing to believe it if somebody had pres- presented any proof. But then people say, oh, they didn't get a chance to present the proof. Well, they, you know, you have to meet certain criteria before you can go into a court right. of law. It can't just be President Trump says the election was stolen, so let's let's have an inquest. Well, they didn't, Joe, in court, they didn't weigh the evidence. They just looked at the cases, uh, the cur- you know, a cursory glance at the cases. But a cursory glance would reveal to even the most conservative judge, you got no case. Well, as lousy a job as Biden is doing, I wish they could have proved the election was stolen. Mm. Because at least Donald Trump would be in there doing things that made America stronger again instead of weaker. Mm. Yeah, well, we're, we're certainly divided. Uh, and uh, let's see, security will be tight tomorrow at the U.S. Capitol, but uh, they're not putting the big fence back up. So they think there's going to be an anniversary riot? No, they do not <laughs> think they're, they, uh, actually one of the uh, Capitol Police leaders, maybe the chief, Manger said that they they do not know anything about any violence tomorrow. Well, let's face it. It was a it was a terrible day a year mm-hmm. ago. No matter no matter how you characterize it, whether it was a riot, an insurrection, rowdy rioters, or a tourists gone mad between the stanchions, <laughs> right, the stanchions right. with their feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk, and uh, somebody from Harrisburg allegedly stole her computer. Oh, that woman, right? Yeah, yeah, right? What happened to her? Yeah, she know. was just sentenced. I, I saw. Oh, that was she sentenced? Up. Yeah, but uh, they had a trial already. I must have missed that. I don't remember. Well, she might have. She probably pleaded guilty. Oh, okay. I would assume anyway. A little evidence. hard to argue. 
argue the case if you happen to have a computer that says Nancy property or right. Nancy Pelosi. And the laptop is is far or the uh, di- I'm sorry the uh, password is far left. 2022, <laughs> you know, so <laughs> that gives you some sort of a uh, idea what they're talking about. You could say Biden stinks 2022. But we can talk about that, you know, just in general today. We still have this huge divide in the country. There, you know, most Americans in a recent poll said our republic is in danger. That uh, this, you know, From this, what? this sharp division, this political division, uh, and of course uh, the pandemic became political. And um, the pandemic is still well, political. Look, well, look even before the pandemic, look at climate change. You know, conservatives say there's no climate change. You don't believe in climate change, but other people do. You know, it's more scientific or more rational people do. Well, and I think so, it's the irrational who believe in it. it right, right. There you go. That's fine. <laughs> Keep it up. <laughs> well, you're insulting <laughs> nothing like me. Er, nothing like erasing all doubt. <laughs> well, hey, you erase all doubt about history. You want to tear down our monuments. You want to. I don't want to tear desecrate down the past. <laughs> when did I say I want to tear down the monuments? I don't know. You're just throwing I, accusations. Of me, no, I thought I I'd toss kidding. a few back at you. I got you. All right. Well, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Boy, we we should get calls today. We've mentioned climate. We've mentioned January sixth, and we mentioned President Trump. That's the elixir for a busy day. Well, listen, President Trump was a despicable person, in my opinion, but a good president from the standpoint of his policies and the path he put America on. The overwhelming majority of people, you mentioned that there's a great divide in all of the recent um, polls. The majority of Americans believe the country is going in the wrong direction. Right. And that's not what they believed when Donald Trump was in. Here's, Are I'm, you going to I, comment on no, that? No, I'm sorry. Actually, I didn't actually hear what you said. Uh, oh, I was, of course re- not. I'm sorry. I was opening the email. The word is, the uh, text is in the subject. All right. It says, good morning, fellas. You're having uh, to a CBS correspondent from the insurrection tomorrow. Who are you going to have to counterbalance? Please don't <laughs> let it be Joe. <laughs> Well, we don't really need to counterbalance a CBS correspondent. They're pretty objective. Although they are not. Do you remember CBS's motto? Your home of original reporting. Yeah, we're we making this up. stuff up, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I don't think. But uh, if, you, if you think they bring a bias, uh, you be the counterbalance. Uh, send us a note. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. Call us now. You can text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM in your email. And our, uh, let's see, what else? So our sponsor is the Sunbury Motor Company. Stan, you're on the line. Thank you for calling in. Well, happy Sixmas Eve. <laughs> new, like the it. new Democrat holiday to celebrate January 6th. What? Because they think this is going to be a big present wrapped with a bow for them. That's uh, what it's all about. I That's don't why think things so. have been the way they've been. Okay. But don't you think that Republicans defending this? You know, creates a bigger problem for the Republicans. I mean, it's hard to it's hard yeah. to defend. We we talk about you know when Black Lives Matter, they have riots over the a jury verdict, and we think that's wrong. And yet we don't have any problem, you know, with this with with this kind of a riot taking place and people being injured and property being destroyed in our nation's capital. That's wrong, Joe. Because I do have a problem with them. What they did to the riot at the Capitol, I do have a problem with that. It's the way the Democrats are playing the game, okay? Now, if they were honest and put out all the information, all the videotapes of the security cams, there's good and there's bad. There's Yeah, there's people in there beating on cops, which is terrible, but there's also people in there just looking and walking around after things were opened up. And there's also video of cops opening the gates to let people in and the doors. I don't know why they did that. And we may never know. But the other reason, the question is, why did Pelosi refuse to request National Guard help while it was going on and the day before when the Capitol chief, Police Chief asked for that? Why? And why did She was the- in charge of security. Well, she ain't. The cops are in charge of security, but she has final say of what happened. And why didn't why, why did didn't Donald refuse? Trump why didn't Donald Trump act more quickly when all of these people, all these famous people were sending him telegrams saying you've got to do something, get out there, stop this. He was telling people to back off and to go home. No, he didn't now, do that for the, several hours. The time hours. frame has been laid out. They're saying it was a hundred and what? Eighty some minutes that he didn't do anything? It was a while. Yeah. Well it wasn't that long. He was telling people within less than thirty minutes to go home 
putting it out there, making a statement. And besides, he was still giving his speech down at the rally when these people were breaking in. So it's not on Trump. It's on the people that went in. And I do believe, and if you look it up, it's either Ray or Roy, I think it's Ray Epps, look him up. He is a co-conspirator in this, and he has yet to be arrested. They know exactly who he is. There's video of him talking in people's ear, telling them to attack the cops. There is video of it. The night before, he's telling people that they need to go into the Capitol, and they're call- and the people around him are saying, Fed, Fed, Fed. They knew he was a setup. But wouldn't Donald Trump have been better off to say to his followers, listen, I know this is this is bad. I'm really concerned that the election's been stolen. But we have to let, this is a, a government of laws or country of laws. We're going to let the law play out. If I can prove that I was the election was stolen, that's fine. But if I can't, we're going to back the new president. But so that's you, not you what he said. You always have some great yeah, suggestions we're, we're, of what a rational person would say. Now, Joe. Uh, and we can't do that, can we? No. Can we do that? Because I don't think we can change the past. Right. No, that's what he should have done. It is what it is. It is what it is. What the Democrats are doing is using it to their political advantage. But yet, all of 2020, well, half of 2020, when the cities were burning and the Black Lives Matter and Antifa were destroying and, and, and murdering and beating people, they said nothing. Actually, they were helping to bail these people out of jail when they got arrested. So you're saying they're they're both equally despicable, but whoever was rioting at the Capitol was despicable. Yeah, there was there was no call for it. I I, I don't agree with any of that. They're you know to go in there and start beating on the cops or anything. It's, it's totally wrong. But it happened. But it was no insurrection. They didn't go in there with weapons. Oh, okay, they had pools. Well, I seen video of Antifa attacking cops with frozen water bottles polls and everything else all summer 2020 and nothing was said by the democrats well, oh it was mostly peaceful protest right. that's what we were told which is a bunch of bull ass where'd they, where'd you know they, it <laughs> where'd they get the bear spray one of the cops on npr was talking about being, bear spray oh okay but that's not a form of a, a weapon that they took to the capitol they found that on the capitol grounds somewhere well, the bears in the Washington well, it depends are... depends on how you look well, at it no. as a weapon. I look at it as a weapon as a gun, a hammer. You know, yeah, those poles that they were beating on the cops with, yeah, they were using them as, as light weapons. But do you really think that those they could have taken over the government with that? With bear spray, probably no, not. No, I think somebody would have acted to stop it. I don't believe it was an insurrection. I believe it was a riot. No, I think it was and an it, insurrection and it was. on in the minds and, and of some right. of the It was the totally rioters. wrong. It should have never happened. But it has happened. But the way the Democrats are playing, it's going to come back and bite them in the tail. And I hope soon. Well, I think you are going to see a conservative wave in the U.S. I think, you know, the way we're so divided, the division favors conservatives. You know, I mean, we well, can talk about the few... Go ahead. We have redistricting, Mark, and we, the way things are going. <laughs> I've heard some things right now that uh, the the Democrats have gained districts that are heavy Democrat. Right. Well, that's it's true. Redistricting, and we're up to 25 states. Yeah, I, but that's not going to swing the whole nation in any particular direction. You know, well, just... if people are thinking it won't. Okay. Are, aren't so, you tired, though, of Donald Trump? Going over the same stuff time. Well, yeah, time I, 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 don't time. It, I don't think I don't think I don't think it uh, uh, moves anything Oops, forward. We got to get another It is caller. what it is, and I, I I don't think that honestly I don't think Biden was legitimately elected. But we have to be able to prove it, and we'll never be able to prove it because we have no access to the equipment, the information <laughs> that would prove it. But all what right. what happened we to all the to o- the audit here in Pennsylvania? You, it no, was done by the Republicans. I have no idea what happened with it. I don't, it's I don't underway. It's, I don't think it's, it's underway now. That it's was underway. a political play, and it's it's just like anything else. It's not going to go anywhere. All right, See, there are bad Republicans and bad Democrats. All right, thank they all you, need removed from office. Stop. Say goodbye, sir. Goodbye. I'm sorry. I asked him another question. Goodbye, sir. Bye, Sam. Goodbye, Sam. All right, have a good one. Yeah, Bye. see you, buddy. All right, Eric, uh, you get three minutes before the break, then I have to take the break, and if you have more to say, we'll talk to you after the break. What more to say? Oh, my goodness. Uh, on the mark, again, I'm going to say, oh, the malarkey. Yes, all the conservatives want us to forget what happened on the 6th. Though we can call it 
six miss or whatever, or whatever euphemism you want to. No, that's you not call what, a riot. I called insurrection. That's not what Stan what just said. Last January sixth was despicable <laughs> and a black mark on the history of the United States. That's not and what Stan just said. It was perpetuated by the okay. standing president of the United States, based upon his his. Uh, <laughs> the correct you know, term is the illusion that president. he was lost the election because he cannot ever fail because an egotistical maniac. This Eric, this that's what you say may be true for some individuals, but that's not what Stan just said. He agreed that the individuals in the U.S. Capitol trying to assert that uh, certification so was, was were despicable. The election was stolen, although he has no idea what people did. Well, that's you know, he didn't say it was stolen. That's what he said. He, no, he, he said he, he said that he didn't believe that Joe Biden was legitimately elected. That's those were his exact words. Okay, so so how does that differ from saying the election was stolen? I think it's a big difference. You could have an illegitimate president that, without it being stolen. It could have been a backroom deal. All right, anyway, moving on. But, 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 but do you believe that was President Trump's main point during his speech as he sparked off what ended up being an insurrection or riot? No, I, d I don't think he did enough. Do you I think, think he, he contributed in any way to that what happened? Well, we've already yes, talked about the do. fact I do believe he's 30% culpable. 30%. Well, well, that's how we determined it a week, right. a couple I months see. ago. Uh, do you guys believe the election was stolen? Do you guys believe that, that we do not have a duly elected president of the United States right now? I don't, the believe, the I don't believe the Republicans have been able to prove election fraud on any scale large enough to have done anything to overturn the election. So are, are you not, as a Republican, very concerned where the Republican Party is right now? Still, a large majority of your voters still thinking President Trump is a viable candidate or someone they should put back into the White House. Are you concerned? No, I'm not concerned because I don't think the Republicans <laughs> will nominate him again. I think by the time he gets in, unless oh, he baby. changes dramatically. He's in. I always look at Richard Nixon. You you don't you probably recall the new Nixon. There was a lot of talk about the new <laughs> yeah. Nixon. Turned out he was the same old Nixon, yeah. just with a different set of clothing on. I don't. I am not a crook. Yeah, well, I I have no tapes. <laughs> Well, and, yeah. Yes, I remember it very well. I remember all of it. Uh, so, I mean, I, that concerns me. I mean, Bill Clinton's behavior concerned me. We have some bad presidents in this country, people who have behaved poorly. You know, and is it, does that mean the whole country's bad? No, it doesn't. It means that from time to time, we've elected the wrong person. There's yeah, a great, great book called They Also Ran. It's about all the people who ran for president and lost, and a discussion about whether or not we'd have been better off <laughs> if, they had, uh, if they had won. And I think the author conceded that maybe about half the time, the country would have been better off if the other guy won. <laughs> or a girl. All right. Eric, we'll give you the last word. Go right ahead. Uh, just I want people to to remember what happened last January 6th, and a great majority of the people in my neighbors here want people to forget. Oh. And um, it's my, my, my position that we will never forget, because what happened, I'm sitting on my TV glued and scared to, to my foundation of this was happening, not in the third world country, this was happening in Washington, D.C., and in the Senate and the House of Representatives. And Stan said that the uh, that, uh, Pelosi <laughs> should have called in the National Guard. She was running for her life. They broke in. They stole. Her, they they stole her computer for heaven's sakes. You know. And can, can a can a representative call in the National Guard? I thought that was the responsibility of the President of the United States in District of Columbia. No, Speaker, of the, House Speaker oversees, of the House oversees it. All security overall. Now, not but, on a day-to-day -day basis. She wasn't running for her life. She could have, you know, somewhere, well. you know, just, you know, thoughtfully contemplating. No, she was hiding. She took because, her phone. She could have called somebody. Yeah, they took her phone. They took her computer because her space, which was defined as, you know, a, a place which should be safe. I mean, it's... And, well, and, and, and so, Eric, she, and she is. She was running for her life. She is what percent culpable then? Zero. Okay. <laughs> well, then we disagree on that. That's why we well, have no, civil how trials how could to you win. Be culpable when, when she was the one being attacked. Because like after. A woman, you guys are the same <laughs> position to say if a woman is raped it's because she's asking for it. That's basically the same position you're taking here. Well, that's ridiculous. That's, that is ridiculous, Eric. Ridiculous. You know better than that. She's of course, of course. So, so she was attacked, but she's responsible. All right, we'll do our rational. We'll, we'll respond to that rationally. Saying. Now, don't do it now. Uh, no, we'll that's what you're we'll saying, talk right? after. Thank you, Eric. Thank you. <laughs> she was attacked, but she didn't call in the National Guard to protect herself. Thank you, Eric. We'll chit chat so later. She did not defend herself, so it's her fault. <laughs> you're free to go. She's a powerful woman. She All has right. a lot of.
lot of power as the Speaker of the House. She All could right. have done something, too. All right. We'll talk about that when we come back. Uh, we'll take more comers. 1-800-795-9565. Talking about uh, Nancy Pelosi. What X percentage of culpability does she have? I, I'll give it 10%. Uh, of course, Donald Trump, 30%. And the rioters, they get the rest of the 60%. Is that 60%? Well, how about the Capitol Police? The, some of them did open the doors and let in the, the rioters. Well, okay. I would if, say if, they at least qualify for 7 to 10%. Too. Okay. So so much of that is so situational. I mean, it, w- one of the Capitol Police yesterday said, you know, after a while, it was like, uh, le- what is, what's that Walking Dead show you like where there's zombies walk around? I don't like it. Oh, you don't watch that. Show. Okay. Where, but he said it was like waves and waves of zombies. As soon as one would go past him, then came another one, and then there'd be another one. And, I mean, he was wondering when it would end after hours of this. So, so you believe in the zombie apocalypse, No, eh? I'm just saying, if you're a police officer and somebody finally looked at you after two hours of this onslaught and said, aha, this behavior is wrong. Whatever you did, whatever door you opened, whatever person you shot is wrong. I, I, I think you're being short-sighted. I think the police did a fabulous job across the board. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Call us now. We'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Okay, well, consider the source. Uh, Washington Post says the accusations that Nancy Pelosi was aware of intelligent reports of a potential threat on the Capitol have never been backed by proof. Three key players, though, say they discussed it at her behest. Stephen's son, the U.S. Wouldn't Cap- that constitute proof? Uh, well, Testimony of people who actually were involved? Look, I told you to Only in the, the Washington Post's world would that not be proof. Well, there's nothing in writing, no phone calls, no emails. But anyway, Stephen's son, the U.S. Capitol Police Chief, Paul Irving, the House Sergeant-at-Arms, and Michael Stanger, the Senate Sergeant-at-Arms, all three resigned under pressure, uh, said uh, Sund said he did run the National Guard request by Irving and Stanger on January 4th, and never and neither of those individuals supported the idea. In a February 1st letter to Pelosi, this is after the fact, Sund wrote that he approached the two sergeant-at-arms to request the assistance of the National Guard, as I had no authority to do so without an emergency declaration. He said he spoke first to Irving, who stated that he was concerned about the optics of National Guard at there at the time it didn't feel that the intelligence supported it. Irving suggested Sund checked in with Stanger at the time, chair of the CPB, uh, to get his thoughts. Instead, quote, instead of approving the use of the National Guard, Mr. Stanger uh, suggested I ask them how quickly we could get support if it was needed and to lean forward the case. So apparently uh, she had said to people uh, that National Guard would be appropriate. Uh, There's no paper trail of that, but people did react to it. These folks reacted to it and all stood down right. and decided not to if do If I so. say that I saw you commit a murder and I have five other eyewitnesses who say he committed that murder, you're not. it's not in writing. It's not something to put down on paper. You know, right. you didn't write, sign a confession. Well, but I would, say that, I would say that the, no, it wouldn't be. Direct testimony that they saw you commit the crime. Oh, they saw you. Okay, I'm And sorry. there's direct testimony they that you. they notified the speaker that there was a potential for a, a no, riot. No, they didn't notify her. Her office told them. Her office told them. Right. Told them what? That they uh, that uh, it's not there. There's no. <laughs> it's not in that finding of fact. What precisely what her wording was. But apparently her office or she directly had some concern and voiced them, and uh, it didn't go anywhere. I heard it was the other way around, that people were reporting to her that they needed to call them in. That's not the way the one officer's son outlines it there. He's indicating, according to this post, again, consider the source, Right. Uh, according to this, he's saying that uh, they were told about this and it kind of went around in a circle and nobody wanted to do it, in part because of the optics it would look bad that a Trump rally would have to have the National Guard present. 
you would think that that would have been something Nancy Pelosi would have relished, calling out <laughs> well, the National maybe, Guard yeah, was, on a Trump rally. Yeah, perhaps, perhaps. All right, you got a lot to read on the right-hand yes, side all right. if you choose to. Uh, one of our texters says, Eric, calm down before you have a stroke. Then Eric Pelosi was asked for the National Guard help on the 5th by the Capitol Hill police, and she refused. That's not true. Well, now, that, that's according, to, according to the Washington Post, right. that's not true. Okay. Well, according to the Let three people that. who were in charge of this, uh, to whom she had directed this request on, on her about the, the uh, 4th. But would the, Nash, would the Capitol Police be the ones to call in the National Guard, or would she? Apparently, she talked about the idea of potentially needing it in advance, and everybody said no. But okay. And Eric, uh, this is Stan. Pull your head from your posterior and look at the truth. There was no insurrection. And then uh, somebody else with some common sense says, says it's time for the Republican Party to move on from Donald Trump. We can't fix the past. We have to focus on the future. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Agree with that. A rational email if we ever got one. All right, you got then, more. Uh, one of our emailers says... Joe, I finally agree on something. Uh, you and I, oh, well, well, I guess we'll have to read this after we get back because right, we're now tons of email. Four emails pending, so we'll get to all four. And we'll take more texts that were sent to 70236 with the keyword OTM. More emails sent to on the market at WKOK.com. More calls sent to 1 800 795 9565. And you can email us at on the market at This is WKOK Sunbury, 9 a.m. CBS News, then some local headlines, and we go back to Open phones on WDKOK. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, 1-800-795-9565 is our open line. Maybe you wish to call in about some of the things we've talked about or to add your two cents. I said our republic is crumbling, and one of our texters sent us a note and says, no, Mark, it is not. We're getting better and better. You said it yourself several weeks ago. All right, so we'll see if that's true. But call us, 1-800-795-9565. Welcome to Chicken Little and Associates. All right, this guy is That's falling. you. This guy is falling. All right. On the mark at WKOK. WKOK.com is our email address. Feel free to send us a note. We've got five emails pending now. Uh, you can text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM and our show sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Uh, we do have some brief news headlines. Pennsylvania did surpass 2.1 million cases of COVID-19 yesterday when almost 25,000 new cases were added in one day. 200 of those in our area in the past 24 hours and about half of that number in Northumberland County. Evangelical Community Hospital, Geisinger, Danville, Kaisinger, Shemokin also increases in the number of patients on board. Up to 50 years in jail is the sentence for Jared Burgess in the death of Arabella Parker. Northumberland County Court Tuesday was where Jared Burgess was sentenced to 24 to 50 years in prison. Uh, WHTM is reporting that a man you heard a lot from over the past two years when it came to being versus the governor, Darrell Metcalf, will not run for re-election during this year. He's from Butler County uh, is in uh, GOP leadership in the House, but also, most recently, though, has been uh, fighting Pennsylvania's COVID-19 policies rather adamantly. A man who is running for governor and who is not running for state Senate anymore is still the president of the state Senate. Foreman, who announced last month he will not seek another term in the Senate as he runs for governor, thanked those who work for the Senate and in senators' district offices for their efforts during the pandemic. You showed up every day. For many of us members were home. You were here making sure that we were able to address the crisis of the day, the issues of the day. Senate Democratic Leader Jay Costa talked about his support for Corman's re-election as president pro tem, despite their political differences. Senator Corman has proven to be someone who has been a champion of this legislature as a whole, and more specifically this chamber. Commenting on a recent incident in which shots were fired at Senator Sharif Street's district office in Philadelphia, Corman pledged to work to ensure the safety of all senators' offices. 
Mark Sims, News Radio 1070 WKOK. Former New York Governor Andrew Cuomo won't face criminal prosecution over an allegation that he fondled an aide after a prosecutor said Tuesday he would not be couldn't prove the case. <coughs> Three days before the Democratic ex-governor was due to answer the misdemeanor charge in court, the Albany County District Attorney David Soares asked a judge to dismiss a criminal complaint that the county sheriff filed in October. Quote, while we have found the complainant in this case cooperative and credible. After a review of all of the available evidence, we have concluded that we cannot meet our burden at trial, unquote. Source said in a statement, adding that he was deeply troubled by the allegation but uh, would not handle it as a prosecution. And finally, you hear Joe says he's always yearning for the good old days. Well, we all know someone older who says their younger days were their best days. One company restored footage of an 87-year-old farmer who was interviewed in 1929. So in 1929, this farmer's 87, and he fondly remembered the late 1800s. It proves that every older generation looks back on the good old days. The farmer, based in upstate New York, tells a camera crew that growing up, he didn't have telegraph. <laughs> we, we had no telegraph at the time, that's funny, uh, or telephones, and they have since come into the world to bother us. He then said the good old days were pretty good. It just goes to show that no generations like to change no matter how far back you go. Well, I'd like to hear that interview because 1929, the sound recording for film was just starting. Okay. I can't, well, can't have been very good. Maybe they misunderstood what he said. I'll give you this, and you can search <laughs> these key words and try to find is the okay. thing up there with the X. Although my father, who's 99 years old, one of his uh, phrases, he hasn't said it lately, was, uh, I lived through 99 of the good old days, 99 years of the good old days, <laughs> and they weren't that good. Okay. Well, we all have good and bad days, right? Modernity is uh, modernity. Modernity. Tougher in some ways. Is that read, the drug company? Read one of <laughs> the emails so we can... Okay. Um, I'm dying to read this one. Joe, I finally agree with you on something. I don't think President Trump will be elected. It's because there are other very good candidates that we have to choose from. Poor Democrats. Who's going to be for them? Harris? Clinton? Again, I say poor Democrats and independents. A little added advice to the Democrats and independents. Ask Manchin to run. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Manchin would make a good presidential candidate, don't you think? Well, he'd be a Republican, probably. But No, he's uh, a Democrat. Right. I know. But he would have to switch to Republican if he wanted to win. Uh, I don't know. I, everybody's talking about uh, Buttigieg well, as being a great to candidate. Pres Democrat to party, uh, in, there have been challenges to the incumbent president from within their own party any number of times and in how, history. And how often have... Once in a while. Um, trying to think who uh, right, well, some of the one-term on presidents in the early 1900s, late 1800s, had uh, party party things. Oh, a uh, classic example would be uh, Johnson uh, after President Lincoln was assassinated. Johnson wanted to, was hoping to be renominated, and he wasn't. Right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. This is why we bring Joe here, even in his diminished capacity. I remember those good old days, Sonny, like they was yesterday. He's smarter than the rest <laughs> of us. Eric, go right ahead. You get uh, two minutes. Thank you. Okay, so you guys read all the, all the uh, text and everything you get. You know, Stan saying I was had my head up my what? Uh, posterior. Read everything. Posterior. You know, contributes to the show in a in a high uh, manner. Thank you. <laughs> well, it's not the uh, most intelligent thing people, he ever said, I invite but people uh, to call in and uh, and state your state your point. Put a name on it. Uh, uh, as to people want me to settle down, I will not settle down because I love this country. Implying the rest I, I, of us I, don't. My, my, is your implication? People in my family have always served no. our country. I've had relatives who have died for our country. You don't think Stan I loves not, this country? I, I, I He's thought, not listening. I will not settle right. down because what happened last January 6th was a travesty. Do you think Stan you loves this country? You want to put country? on Nancy Pelosi. Hello? You want to put on Nancy Eric. Pelosi what she didn't do and put the blame on her. Eric. How ridiculous. Your whole focus today is what Pelosi may or may not have done. Eric. That's ridiculous. Do you believe that Stan loves this country? I have no idea. I think Stan has Brother. an agenda. Is, isn't he a gun salesman? Isn't he the one who always no. talks about gun rights? No. no, no. He does talk about gun rights, but it, calling him a gun, gun salesman. salesman wouldn't be exactly right. But in any event, it doesn't matter. He does, and there's just no other way for you to look at it. He doesn't okay, love fine. this country he with loves the same the perspective well, I'm not as say anything you. about his rear orifice. I'll, 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 I'll stay gone. <laughs> okay, now. so you don't like but, that. But if people want me to calm down. Oh, yeah. I won't because we cannot forget what happened. And, and Stan wants to call it six miss or whatever he wants to call it to try to belittle it. No, it was it was 
one of the worst things that ever happened in the history of the United States. And you guys want us to forget about it or somehow switch it around. <clears throat> and I refuse to do that. All we were I, doing I is want to remember <laughs> and then take steps to make sure it doesn't happen again. All we were but doing was say, right, it was the responsibility right. of the people who didn't prevent it rather than those who perpetuated it. That is ridiculous, and that's trying to re- be revisionist history. All right, we got you, Eric. Thank you so much. Really appreciate the call. Also, I was I trying really to do was show that uh, Nancy Pelosi is 10% culpable, President Trump 30% culpable, and, of course, the rowdy rioters well, Let's 60%. say there were a lot of people who could have done more to stop it. Right. right. Yeah, that's what However said. you want to attribute it, and then it didn't the, have to get as out of hand as it got. And then I, I'm not advocating for Nancy Pelosi. I'm just telling you, finding a fact, and, a, and again, it's the Washington Post version of this. Uh, she was involved in a discussion about uh, calling in more National Guard in advance of the rally, and some pretty smart people told her to stand down. So, But of course, she's still in charge. She could have said, okay, I'm not taking no for an answer. We're bringing him in. She didn't do that. Well, remember the old saying, patriotism is the last refuge of a scoundrel. Now it's going to take me five minutes just to figure that out. Uh, let's see. Joseph has been patient. Uh, Joseph, go right ahead. You're on the mark. Yes, shalom, gentlemen. Uh, Mark, you're a Democrat and you're a liberal, right? Uh, I am a registered Democrat and I play a liberal on the radio. Oh, you play a liberal? Then you're not well, really he, a liberal? He, he's or what? a, he's I don't a liberal. That. I've seen liberals before and I know a liberal <laughs> when I see when one. When Mark's see a one. liberal. All right, go ahead, Joseph. <laughs> well, what I was trying to say is, and, and I've listened to you for quite a while, and I. Uh, I, you're not a flaming liberal like they are. That's what I couldn't quite understand. You, you have some common sense. But the ultimate conclusion of this liberality is what we're seeing in our nation today. I just heard on the news this morning, the DA, the newly elected black uh, DA of New York City, uh, is going to not prosecute people that resist arrest, people that uh, or women that are prostitutes, uh, people that jump the turnstiles in the in the subway, and people that commit robberies, armed robberies, and don't shoot somebody will not be prosecuted. Uh, and you see this out in California, you see it in Chicago, you see it in Philadelphia. These are all Democrat-run cities and liberal people. And the ultimate conclusion is, that is the ultimate conclusion of liberality. We see it in murder of unborn babies and abortion, of course. And then we see it in the legalizing of sodomites and queers and lesbians and, and ma- letting them marry and making a legal thing. It's just, it's, and it's, it's, these are just the beginnings of sorrows. And uh, my goodness, if, <laughs> if you see, if you understand that this was all prophesied 2,000 years, 6,000 years ago, uh, that how it would be in the end of time that, that lawlessness would run rampant, this is exactly what the Bible says is going to happen, you know? And it's happening right before our eyes in, in, in a really dramatic way. So you agree with me, our republic is crumbling. Oh, my goodness, yes, of okay. course. What would you, what, how can you not agree with that? <laughs> I mean, you cannot uh, legalize things that are immoral, in, improper, and downright illegal, you know? Right. But, but they're not again, they're not illegal, Joseph. If the law is changed, if you well, legalize yeah, prostitution, <laughs> that's illegal. not illegal. I, okay, you're right. You're right. It's not illegal. I understand that in the laws, but the laws are unjust and illegal themselves. Uh, in other words, anything that goes against the law of Yahweh is illegal. Period. But this isn't this isn't He's a religious. A this he isn't. Give us, he gives us guidelines as how human beings are supposed to live on this planet. Joseph, this isn't a religious country. We're not f- run by a religious no, organization. I, I understand that perfectly. This is run by Freemasons. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and the bar association. Don't forget the bar association. All these men were Freemasons. Out of 56 times, the Declaration of Independence, all of them were Freemasons. So what? They do not believe in the fall of Adam and Eve. Well, all right, they well, think that, that was perfectly that's right. That's their right. That's their right not to believe it, if that's what they believed. I yes, don't, I I don't remember. I have the right to believe anything I want. I agree. But I'm just trying to point out that these things are wrong morally and spiritually and, and actually legally, according to the judge that sits in heaven. Well, what what is what is morally improper about the uh, people like the uh, Masons? What's improper? Well, number one, they do not be- believe in the fall of man. And Adam and Eve, they thought they believed yeah, that what Adam and Eve did was only pro- reasonable and logical. Come on, and, of course, it was Work in the us. mind of <laughs> the natural man. 
Okay. For no knowledge of good and evil, I teach my children, this is Sorry, evil, this is good. Yeah, really. What's wrong with that? All right, we and got you, Joseph. They want to partake of that tree of good and evil, see? Okay. Yahweh right. wanted his people to be innocent. All right, we got you, Joseph. Thank you so much. Thank well, you very much for calling in. Then why didn't Yahweh defeat the snake? Uh, no, don't ask <laughs> Okay. Do well, not engage. Uh, John from Mifflinburg, Pennsylvania. Thank you so much. Please be the first rational caller of the day. <laughs> well, that's not nice. <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, yeah, little well, joke. Good morning. Little uh, joke there. Come on now. Yeah, I was just thinking about, uh, obviously, uh, January 6th, and uh, there are three things that uh, I've seen and witnessed uh, reporting and discussions about January 6th that I think are worthwhile, uh, so I'll just name them. Uh, the first was a report in the New York Times. Um, it's a 40-minute documentary uh, uh, that was done in June. It's called The Day of Rage, How Trump Supporters Took the U.S. Capitol. Um, it's visual investigations. It's on YouTube now, so you can watch it. It's 40 minutes, and it's made up of, uh, they said, thousand, at least a thousand different uh, video sources and uh, police communications. And I watched that uh, back in June when it came out, and it was really breathtaking, um, you know, to actually see all of these you know, points of view. Uh, I mean, all all of the uh, goings on that. Like the Capitol was breached in eight different locations. You know, we just look at it and think, well, there was like one, you know, place or you know, the guy breaking the window with a shield or something. But eight different places. And, um, and it, it, I don't know, you, you watch it and you can't, like, it's, it, it's almost hard to breathe at times when you see what's been, what happens to all the uh, police officers and what they're going through. It's like they're fighting for their lives. Um, it's just uh, absolutely, it, it, it's really worthwhile to watch it. So it's, that's the one, it's Dave Rage, how Trump supporters took the U.S. Capitol. So it sounds then, like a, they're coming with a, d- a definite perspective in mind. They're not b- being balanced and fair. They're just starting off well, and watch saying... watch and see, you know, watch okay. and see what you think. I mean, you're talking about... It's just Day watch, of Rage, okay. Day of what rage. else? What else do you know? Um, this is from, um, it was the uh, uh, four officers... Uh, who defended the Capitol and they testified before the January 6th committee. So you can watch that on YouTube too. It's uh, it's just uh, called Watch Full Statements from Four Officers Who Defended Capitol from January 6th Attack. So you listen to these four cops um, and what they went through. And that gives you, that gave me uh, a deeper appreciation for what actually happened that day. Okay. And then, uh, lastly, so, uh, lastly, uh, there's a um, article from yesterday in the uh, uh, it's a uh, publication called the Dispatch. Uh, it's an interview with uh, Liz Cheney, and um, uh, the title of it is "I Remember Being Very Angry." And um, she talks. The interview talks about her perspective on uh, that day and what it was like, and uh, uh, what she thinks of uh, the uh, the riot and. Um, uh, the Republican Party and their support of uh, Donald Trump still and, and Trump's role in the, in the riot and that how our republic is really in danger with uh, the continued support for Donald Trump who um, she finds responsible for this uh, you know for the ordeal that the country has gone through and continues to go through and so I think you know and you know, she, she's a staunch Republican. She believes in small government, not in big government spending, lower taxation, a strong defense, and there's nothing different about that. And what she, the commonality she has with the uh, people on the committee, the Democrats, are, is, the con- is the belief in the Constitution. And uh, even though she disagrees totally with their policy ideas, she shares that with them. And that's why she thinks it's important that she served on the committee and serves on the committee. So, All right, we um, got you. What, uh, describe that third leg again. What is the third item that's great to see? Yeah, the, the, the dispatch. It's a, the dispatch, a that's publication. right. Okay. Yeah, you can that's read it. It's, a, it's just a news thing. It's made up from conservatives. Uh, Jonah Goldberg and Stephen Hayes, those are two guys that used to be on Fox News. And then they uh, resigned after that Tucker Carlson false flag, j- January 6th uh, piece of... Uh, you know, uh, blank that uh, he uh, showed. So they right. quit. Uh, Fox says they weren't going to renew him anyway. 
but they're too conservative. <laughs> so it's a conservative publication. Uh, and, you know, I, I read stuff that, uh, you know, even though I'm not a conservative, I enjoy reading stuff that's thoughtful and uh, I have no problem reading it. All right, we got you. Thank you so much, John. With. Thank you for calling yeah, thank in. Thank you, John. Appreciate You're your welcome. call. All Take right. care. Uh, day sure, of right. rage, the first item that he right. mentioned, and then the dispatch for the third one. All right, 1-800-795-9565. I've got to take a quickie break. I'm super behind, but we're going to play catch-up. we got callers waiting. We'll be There you go. References to posteriors again. You say you're way behind. Oh, God. Jeez. Boy, you have a rear fixation today. Apparently so. Okay. Now, turn around. We're done seeing the, the front of your back. We'd like to see the front of your front. All right. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark, 1-800-795-9565. Got uh, two callers standing by. Just read something yeah, Rob from Rob says, uh, I believe that Trump got more votes to be president than Biden. I would guess that at least 15% of Biden votes were not for Biden, but against Trump. Well, yeah, I agree, I agree with the second sentence. And that, then, uh, Eric, 2024, he knows it all and has all the answers. <laughs> if and when an insurrection happens, there will be no doubt. We'll know it. Okay, I got you. Okay, well, that makes sense. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Mike is next. Go ahead, sir, from Bloomsburg, PA. You're on the mark. Yeah, I might be distracted because I'm watching two eagles fly around oh. in a circle above me, and I tell you, it's a beautiful sight. Only in America. Uh, you got it. Hey, uh, I, boy, I don't know where to start. Well, first of all, <laughs> I want to I want to put one of your uh, some of your good listeners that can multitask uh, to do a fact check for me. I just heard that there's only a few countries in the world that allow an abortion of a, a fetus right up until the moment uh, the mother gives birth. And uh, the three, I heard there was four, but the three that I remember are China, North Korea, and the United States. <laughs> and, uh, and I just want to know if that's true. And if there is a fourth country, who is that? Like Iran, maybe? I don't know. We don't allow abortion but, up to the last minute. We, we don't? It's like 20 weeks or something that comes no, to mind. No, but there was talk about the fact that they some of the laws would permit it. That live, I, live I, per partial birth abortion. Oh, okay, right. I remember the discussion. Yeah, but I don't think that's permitted. Certainly widespread across the U.S., maybe someplace, somewhere. Yeah. It's yeah. not nationwide. So, but I mean, it, it happens. There's no doubt about it. Now, the other thing you're talking about is January 6th, which is, is tomorrow, okay? And so much of the stuff that's going out there are, are narratives, okay? And why I say that is because... From the beginning, there were several Republicans that the Republican leadership wanted to uh, be on the panel. And Nancy Pelosi rejected those people, it would not allow them on there. And from what I understand, that is unprecedented in, in the government that we have, where the, when there's an investigation, uh, the minority party can have the people that they want on. And, and to me, that is a big story that's not getting any attention. And the other stories that well, it I was at the before, time. It right? got tons of attention at the time. And it's why it's and, one and of the about five or six reasons that nobody thinks that this uh, commission is uh, credible. Well, it, it, you can say it's not credible, but it's continuing and it's, its purpose is, in my mind, not to get to the facts, but to shape public opinion for, for the midterm and, and against the Republican Party. So basically, it's a political event, you know, and I guess you could call it a show trial. That's what I call it right now. And the other thing is that the facts are that there was prior knowledge that there was going to be a problem at the Capitol building on January 6th. And it's been put out that law enforcement contacted the leadership and said, do you want to have extra security? And that security was rejected. So to me, the real stories are, what is the truth? Why are some of the people that in my mind are responsible for this being allowed to happen, why aren't they answering the questions instead of asking them? And I'm pointing the finger right at Nancy Pelosi. 
Well, I think that there's certainly enough blame to go around here. As I said earlier in the program, there there are any number of people who could have done more to either prevent or stop this kind of thing from happening. And the fact that they all failed to take appropriate action is on all of them. It's not on, I'm not going to hold any one person responsible. Trump bears responsibility. I think Pelosi does. I think the Capitol Police share some of it. They weren't prepared or they, they didn't anticipate. Their job is to anticipate what might go wrong and what might happen. That's what they're paid to do. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. But do you think that we, out of this show trial, we are going to get the answers to any of those. No, any of those I, people, I And don't. I'm not going to say be held responsible, but called to account. No, I'm afraid that won't happen because the process is political. It was political when the Republicans tried to put people on the committee who probably shouldn't have been there. The Republicans could have made more reasonable selections. I don't think they would have had to take Liz Cheney, but they could have found some moderate Republicans who would be thoughtful enough to, to give it a fair hearing. Instead, they tried to put Jim Jordan on the committee, and Jim Jordan was a pretty much right, a Trump who ally. Who another one? Ted Cruz? Ted, uh, somebody. Uh, no, it's a House committee. Yeah, the worst of the worst. I forget who it was. Selection was made, but you know they 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 pull, well, they wanted it political, and the Democrats wanted it political, and each side's trying to beat the other side over the head. So I don't think this is going to come to any logical conclusion or assess any accurate blame. I think it's just going to be a political. But snow we'll know job. a lot more. I mean, that's we are learning a lot more about what happened if you believe the testimony. Well, now they're the trying to subpoena spoken. Sean Hannity. I and, saw that. <laughs> come on, what what's he going to tell them? <laughs> President so, Trump so rocks. Joe, let me ask you a question. You, you said that there were a couple of people that the Republicans wanted that, and you're, you know, basically it sounds to me as like you didn't approve or oh, think we that they go. should be on there. No, I understand, that, I understand why the Republicans pointed them, but they weren't necessarily people who had a dispassionate interest in arriving at the truth. Yeah, completely partial, not impartial okay. at all. And I'm not well, saying the same a, thing doesn't apply balanced, to the Democrats. That's a balanced statement on your part. But we're not hearing any balanced statements from the left. And to me, we have people like you that are willing to, to, to speak honestly and say, hey, that wouldn't be proper. But we're not seeing We don't hear that ever, ever, ever from the left. So I don't think there's any balance <laughs> in the left. That, right. That's my point. I don't here. think you're capable no, I, of hearing. I, I agree with you on that. I, I, right, the whole thing go. is out of balance, but I agree with you completely, Mike. Thank you so much, Mike. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Very much appreciated. Got one call coming in. Brett, you are ready to go. Thank you for your patience. Please go right ahead. Uh, yes, my name is Brett, Brett Smith. Listen, um, there's so much discussion going on about this January 6th thing that happened at the White House. But, you know, and, and nobody likes anything that happens, like in the Revolutionary War. You know what? Nobody liked that the American people went to war with England because England was taxing us with no representation. But here's the reality, and here's the bear that's in the room that nobody wants to address. That bear that's in the room is the American people that day. Yes, did bad things happen that day on January 6th? Yes. But the American people came out and said, we are not happy. That's the bear in the room on that day. That how many people were at that White House? Yes, did bad things happen? Yes. Nobody wants What's bad things to happen, but I think nobody wants to address the bear in the room. And the bear <laughs> in the room was is that the people rose up and said, hey, we're not happy. We, Us American people, we had an election. This this thing is going on, and it's... You know, neither side wants to address the bear in the room, and that is, is us American people are not happy. You got the wrong room for the bear. This was not at the White House. It was at the Capitol. By uh, Capitol. Sorry, I apologize. That's okay. All right, but... but yeah, the, that, the, that's some American. That's what I wanted to put in there to say. Some American people were happy with the results of the election, but there were but many that, that weren't. You saw another side that wasn't. Right, right. I agree. But is that the proper way to express your displeasure? We we get well, we are brother, the right. On, when the when the Civil War took place, nobody wanted to uh, acknowledge that on both sides. Uh, when when England was coming over here and putting the oppression on the people, and then the people were putting oppression on them, everybody wants to put the fingers on both sides. But the reality is, is that 
hey, man, when are you politicians going to meet in the middle and actually start doing something that's going to dissolve this? Yeah, that's yeah, a good fair question. Enough. Yeah, fair well enough. Said. All right, thank you so thank much. You, Thanks for calling in, call, Brett. Brett. Call again. Thank Very you. Very much appreciated. Uh, Al, oops, I'm sorry. I think he had a, another thought there. Anyway, Al, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, where's, where's the buck stop in the Capitol as far as who says where the security is going to be and how much? I would think Nancy Pelosi would have to be the top of the top. There you go. And she uh, apparently is not giving up all her information like they're asking for everybody else's information. Why do you say so that? Lay, lay it all out on the table and t- tell the people, the American people, the truth once. Because when you have sanctuary cities, lawless cities, and I, I don't want to throw this in, but there's a lot of people who are upset about the abortion. When you have all this combined... All in one big package is what's going on. And everything's relevant to everything else. So when you have this much turmoil, you know what really could break out? And we wouldn't want to see it, and and whoever starts it may not be able to finish it. We could break into Civil War. That's how close it is. I just was driving down the road here, and there's a little community I went through, and they got flags upside down. They're upset. They think this uh, republic of ours is in real trouble. So what do you think they're upset about? I mean, flying the flag upside down is a distre- yeah. is an international distress signal, but that doesn't mean that they're, they're up- upset about everything. They're going crazy. That's what they're upset about. The whole world's going crazy, and there's no justice. And it's like taking an encyc- YouTube's like taking an encyclopedia and ripping half the pages out and throwing them away. Because anything that goes up there, uh, you know, that doctor that... Robert Malone, he had a half a million people following him, and they, he's canceled. Now, I'm trying to look stuff up about him, and it, it's porn. Uh What was that f- That other Twitter? Freddie or... Freddie? Freddie, or... There's another... He's on another Twitter. Freddie the Twitter? But Robert Malone saw what went on in Germany and studied it, and it's called mass formation psychosis. And... It was a tactic used in Germany um, by mass media and propagandists, and also it was used throughout history. It, it's a formation of mass psychosis. And um, you try and look that up, that's related with him, and I don't know if they're going to change the definition or not, but look that up and you, you'll agree what's going on. I can't really explain it. But people are very, very upset, like your last caller said. And I just drove through a community with flags upside down. They think the world's going crazy. You ask the question, that's what I think it is, too. All right. The we got gotcha. you. Actually, right. it, it involves the spread of illness symptoms through a population where there is no infection against responsible for the contagion. So it's psychosomatic, I guess they're saying. Oh. Right. And using the COVID as the main instrument. Mass hysteria. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't have anything to do uh, with the Al, process. G E T T R Getter. That is the social media that uh, President Trump and Dr. Malone and uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene can be found on. That's right. That's where they Getter. they Getter. live now. Getter. <laughs> and, and what one did Rand Paul just switch to? Uh, I couldn't tell you that. I don't follow him too closely. <laughs> Maybe he went to parlor. Is he a doctor? (laughs) Yes, he is. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) He's not a quack, though, right, as far as we know? Well, to you, every Republican doctor is a quack. No, Rand Paul's not a quack, as far as I'm concerned. But Dr. Oz, the heart surgeon, is. He's proven that much. If Rand Paul were running for Senate in Pennsylvania, you'd call him a quack. No, I don't think so. I'd call him a carpetbagger. A carpetbagging quack. He doesn't live here. Anyway, Al, we're interrupting you. You get the last word. Go right ahead. Well, you guys know how to get a guy off subject, but I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> That's our... Yeah, if we don't like what you're saying, we uh, we change the subject. You're in this crazy world of ours. Right. Well, thanks for the reports uh, on the yeah. upside-down flags. International distress. Yeah, what, what community so, was that, out of curiosity? It was probably Mazeppa or something. I anonymous. <laughs> well, the community doesn't need to remain anonymous. I mean, if you drove through there, other people would see it. What's the harm in telling us? Yeah, check my phone records and find exactly where I'm at and what mailbox I'm in front of. <laughs> oh, that's dear. That's, that's Big Brother's got an eye on us, so 
Ask your big brother. It's probably rural, <laughs> rural <laughs> Union or Snyder County. Big brother's got his eyes on us. Okay, well that's not uh, yeah. that's not a little bit out there. Did you get a chip planted in your brain? <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thanks for calling in. Thanks, Al. Very, very much appreciated. Yes, All right, indeed. we'll take a quickie break. We got one, two, three emails pending and a number of texts. As soon as I get the machine to participate, uh, we'll be good to go. But call us now, 1-800-795-9565. Last-minute callers. We're talking about the insurrection, the big lie that the election was stolen. Uh, one of our listeners pointed out that many people voted for Joe Biden because they didn't want President Trump. They were just voting against President Trump. Uh, will they make that mistake again? Uh, who would be a good Republican candidate? Who would be a good Democratic candidate? And the January 6th insurrection. What's your view on this topic? one 800 795 There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing, they can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Big one. <laughs> is this the year of Joseph in your church? Yes, I believe it is. Are they raising you up? Yeah, they are raising him up. <laughs> <laughs> or him, not you. Right. All right, 1 800 795 9565. We'll have time for a speedy dialer. We got one waiting. Uh, read something in front of you, Joe. Okay. Uh, our beautiful capital was attacked by big baby Trumpers on 1 6. It's a Trump legacy. Thanks. And then, Joe, do you believe Trump brought the fake Russian collusion accusation upon himself? Or maybe that was Obama administration lies? No, actually, I think. I think it was Hillary Clinton's campaign that did that. Well, I, I think don't think that that's one of the things Trump brought on himself. Does it have a thread of original truth? Very all? little. Very. Oh, there is a thread though. One well, thread. I don't. Okay. The thread is the guy actually talked to somebody from Russia, but it was perfectly okay. legal. Okay. All right. Next up. All right. When you take into consideration all of the people that went to Washington D.C. on January sixth, I believe the case can be made that the day was a mostly peaceful protest. Well, yeah, by uh, in proportion, absolutely. You know, well, the play was great uh, that one day at the Ford Theater. Theater, yeah, exactly. yeah, it was great until the end. Till the end, right? All right. Anyway, Dick, thank you so much for calling in. You're on the mark. Well, I only wanted to make one point here. When they rejected the two congressmen, I know one of them was Jim Jordan, who actually rejects himself most of the time. He looks like one of the guys from the movie 12 Angry Men. That's how he comes across. And the only other thing about Jim Jordan, you know, he threw his wrestlers under the bus when he was coaching at Ohio State. They were being molested. And 150, 160 kids were being molested at Ohio State. And he had 50-some wrestlers, and he didn't know anything about it. Still, to this day, doesn't know anything about it. Plus, he he talked to Trump, but doesn't know when he talked to him. Okay. He was just—I would just reject him too. All right. Well said. Thank you, boy. Bye. Oh, thank you. All right, uh, back to the pages. Everything is current right in front of you. Okay. Uh, just made up my mind that if Joe runs again and people vote for him, I'm going to have to turn the flag upside down. <laughs> have a great day. Have a great day. All right. <laughs> Upper right-hand right. corner. Day of Rage shows Ashley Babbitt being shot. There is no cover-up. The video has been in the public domain for six months. Yeah, one of our listeners John. says we're not seeing all the video related to that. I think it would both would be true. We certainly have seen her being shot. That video is out there. But uh, uh, a lot of conspiracy theorists and, you know, ultra-conservative media say there's other videos were not being shown that would show something else. I don't know. The video that is being shown is pretty definitive. She's trying to break through. That's clear. And right. one officer felt compelled to uh, fire his but weapon. But I don't think she was an absolute threat to that officer at no, that time. No. It, it's justified. In t- well, and, you know, the funny thing is when they, when they were done talking about that, they said, okay, it was justified in terms of our rules and the things that the officer was 
was charged with doing and, you know, living up to his oath. And uh, so it's justified in police terms. But officers have to make split-second decisions. You know, I, I loathe to second-guess them. Right. You know, when you get somebody like Eric Chauvin, it's not hard to second-guess him because the guy went on for like, what, 19 minutes or however long it was when he had his ne- foot on the neck of... Um, mm-hmm. But, you know... He could have stopped at any point, but here, this guy saw people coming through the window, he felt threatened, and he fired. I don't fault him for that. You know, to say the woman was completely innocent is incorrect. To say that she was completely guilty is incorrect. It was just a bad situation where somebody had to make a split-second decision based on their perceived the perceived threat in front of them, and they made the decision, and it resulted in I a woman's death. I agree 100 percent. And in, if, if you want to analyze it, analyze it, analyze it, in hindsight, is it justified? Well, you could argue that it wasn't justified, but that you don't have to shoot somebody who's breaking into the Capitol who's not inherently What does the media dangerous. call it? Every time the media refers to January 6th, they refer to the deadly insurrection, the deadly (laughs) riot. All right, the only person who died that day was that woman. And, you know, that makes it sound like the rioters were the ones who were creating the deaths. That's not the case. The only death that day was from the guards of the white Washington police, Capitol Police, shooting someone coming through the window. Lots of people died shortly thereafter. Right. Not uh, lots. A, a number half a of dozen them, or A so. number of them took their own lives, which is very sad. Well, you know, police, yeah. It was a tragic, terrible day in our country's history. Was it the worst day we ever had? No. It was far from the worst day we ever had, but it was a bad day, and it should never have happened. And to the extent that people could have stopped it or made it less severe, and they didn't, that's on them. Well, and I think we have this phenomenon growing on, and this is a form of mental illness, is that uh, people feel so strongly about their politics or their partisan or their, you know, the way they feel about what happened January 6th or President Trump or the big lie that they will not listen to reason. You have run into rational people who uh, otherwise are degreed individuals, professionals in their field, or have been in the, you know, true professionals for decades who think the election was literally stolen. Right. Well, I, you know, I try to look at things objectively uh, as a history major in college. I like to think in reading history all my life, I like to think that it's all nuanced. It's never seldom. It's seldom black and white, but it's nuanced. All right. Well, to be continued. Yes. And uh, we can do like one of our listeners just said, I believe this or that. This is WDK. Okay, Sunbury.